Thanks for joining us again on the Two Dweebs Podcast, the podcast with varying degrees of quality and upload times. I'm your host, Nick, and as always, we're joined by Seaweed Ambassador. Yeah, I just came back from the bathroom because my nose just started to gush blood right before, right as soon as we were about to hit the record button originally. So, <laughs> Those are some good omens. Some real gang shit right there, you know, if I do say yeah, so no. myself. Gang gang all day. Um, yes, actually, get it. Oh, man. Oh, man, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about one of the newer Keo Annie movies, Liz and the Bluebird. John, can you please say that Japanese title? Liz to Aoi... Liz to Aoi Tori. It's the simple ones that get you. It always is. It is, yep. Yeah, but before, as always, before we hop into that, we're just going to we're just gonna talk a little bit, a little bit about some news as uh, we, in the anime world. As we usually do. As we usually do. Um, if you said something about the anime uh, awards before we started, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I watched the I watched the end of the anime awards. Um, I know you said you watched Digibro's live stream of it, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. It was hard to watch. Honestly, it was really cringy. Um, I mean, it's kind of what I expected, but oh boy, <laughs> I just I just don't. I just think, first of all, award shows are overrated because everyone has such varying degrees of taste. Um, I, I, award yeah. shows in general, or like Grammys, Oscars, anything, I think they're dumb. Yeah, I um, mean, and then, like a prime example of that in the anime awards was when uh, Best Movie came up and Makia wasn't uh, nominated at all. And, uh, really? Yeah, and Glass Reflection was, oh. the, was one of the ones uh, presenting that award. And when they said who won, he was just sitting there with his hands with his face in his hands. And I was like, I just had to like, that's the most disrespectful thing to do, but all right. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but the, I mean, the winner was the My Hero Academia, which that was a surprise to me, honestly. What? The movie did? Yeah. I'd... Yeah. Two heroes. What? I, I honestly, I don't know. I honestly thought it would be, um, Liz and the Blue Bird, the way that everybody talked about that movie. Yeah. And everybody, I mean, cause My Hero Academia just kind of came and went from what I saw. Yeah. But uh, Liz and the Bluebird has kind of been prevalent, at least like in m- who I follow on Twitter. People, But I do follow some Hebe K people. Watching UFO people, well, I guess. Well, what, we're going to sneak a little bit into like the actual movie. But, like what, Compared to like watching uh, sh- the Shonen, not excuse me, uh, My Hair Academia movie was just like another Shonen movie. Like, Is it? it, it I, say, like, I haven't seen it yet. So. Oh, you haven't? Okay. No. no. Yeah, it's it's like it's really nothing special. I think it's probably just one because of the popularity. I think yeah. this is the Bluebird. I'm kind of like telling what I feel about the movie now, but like I think it's in every way better than the okay. uh, My Hair Academia movie. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I no, mean, I, I, I mean, I, like I said, I can't comment on it. Um, I do wish that Dragon Ball Super had been last year because, oh man, that movie was so good. But hopefully that'll win the next anime awards, I guess. I would say not to yet again talk about Dragon Ball Z, but um, I, I think the don't talk about it really too much. Good. The animation was stellar. Yeah, but movie. I don't know if the story itself. Like, I'm not a big. Anime I think the Dragon story was good enough. Like, because yeah. I'm not a big Dragon Ball guy, but I was invested enough to to care about the fight. So I think it was good enough, and the animation was some of the best I've seen. So yeah, no, it's it was it was some crazy stuff. I wish we could talk was, about it, but um, yeah. That was a bit, not if you have seen it, I don't think. And um, we also just—it's been a while since we've seen it. <laughs> it's true. That's very so. true. Um, yeah, no, I 
like especially the thing that gets me about anime awards before we move on this is probably the last point it's just like it's hosted by a company that like would benefit from um more views you, you see what i'm saying like the oscars is like kind of like a it's not like owned by a specific company it's like its own thing yeah crunchyroll anime awards are owned by crunchyroll which is a streaming service yeah um, I don't know how biased they are. I don't even know if they are biased. I didn't care enough about the results to actually look at them. Well, um, um I I know <laughs> I know that uh they had some bonus categories, right? And uh I don't know who made the website, but I don't think they understood how to to make a form that you can't fill out multiple times. Okay. Because um I know for a fact that people rigged those. Oh, wow. I know for a fa- yeah, cuz all I mean all you had to do is, you know, click which one you wanted to vote for, refresh the page, click which one you wanted to vote for, refresh the page, and when you refresh it, it would refresh to that section. So you could rig one section completely. Oh my god. Yeah, That's like cool. I know people who did it. I also participated because I was in a battle, but I ended up losing that battle. But it's all right. It's all right. Uh, so I, I don't even know who won those categories. I don't know if Crunchyroll actually announced it. <laughs> because people were kind of asking, like, so who won the bonus categories? And I haven't heard a word. Oh, wow. That's funny. So, that's yeah. really funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so that's enough about Crunchyroll. I don't care enough about them. Um, let's talk a, one more thing before we get Unless they it. want to sponsor us, then we'll care. Yeah, of course. If you want to give us that promo code, Big Fat, we'll <laughs> gladly show for you. Um, yep. The, uh, that, that, so this recent post on the top of our anime um, it's it showed the distribution of all anime like scores on Mal, um, which is like known for having you know a very un a very I particular think. set of scores. Yeah, that's it, <laughs> and it's exactly what we expected. Yeah, um, it's skewed heavily to the right. Um, yeah, heavily around six and sevens. Yeah, which is pretty much what we expected. Yep. Um, I I mean I. The defense I've seen most in the comments and just like in general now is like you don't watch what you don't like, which I don't. I don't think that's true. Um, like like they were saying that you they know enough about shows that you watch them, like you know what you're going into before you watch the show. Which I don't. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is. the thing is like the lowest rated shows on there are shows that nobody's ever heard of, and like the lowest rated shows that people have heard of are like fives. Yeah, which that's true. that kind of. If it's the ones that nobody's heard of, it's probably the people who are digging deeper and probably ju- not judge. I don't want to say judge, but like they they rank on a one to ten scale, whereas people who just kind of watch the mainstream stuff and like, I mean, mainstream is kind of a weird word with anime, but like current seasonals, I guess would be the right word. I got you. Uh, a lot of those I feel just rank on a, like a five to ten scale. Because when you hear people talk about it, nobody ever talks about the, uh, like, nobody ever talks about giving a show a, a three. It's always like, oh, that show was awful. It was like a five. And, like, when people talk about a seven, it that's, like, seen as an average show, which a seven is not. Okay. So. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Because, like, even the Mal rating, I think it's, like, seven's a good. I'm um, sure. I believe so. Yeah, seven is good. Uh, five is average, you know, um, and then three is very bad. <laughs> but yeah, I I think your hypothesis on the whole like people are taking it as like a five point grading system, not a ten point grading system. Yeah, um, which probably is, is true. I mean, it's just fine. I mean, it's just another reason why you shouldn't trust scores of other people. 
I think. Well, my thing was my thing on like finding some reviews is don't like go by like popular reviews. Like find a like a find like a, a in content creator or like someone that ranks them, like a critic that you like set your thing up with. Like for a long time, I was like Digibro. Like if Digibro likes something, I'd probably like it. We had like pretty similar taste. Yeah, I, like I mean we that. we were like that with uh, Super Eye Patch Wolf too. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like so, like if he said something, we we like oh we'll probably like it too. So we checked it out, and for the most yeah. part, that was right with Super Agnes. Yeah, I actually can't, well, I mean, I don't like. I mean, we didn't like things. I don't think to the extent that he did, mm-hmm. but I think we kind of agreed that everything that he kind of said was good was good. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think it's the best way to do reviews. Like, I, yeah, I think, and I think that's and why. I think another. Yeah, and I think another important thing is like don't just look at one person, look at a bunch of different people. You know. That's true. Um, like, I mean, when Super Eye Patch would put out a "Why You Should Watch," our first reaction was, "Well, can't wait to watch this." Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, now I'm just kind of like, "All right, so this person, this person, this person all like this show it means I'll probably like this show." So, you know, it's it's. I mean, also just once you watch enough shows, you kind of know what you like. Yeah, that's um, true. So that's very fair. That's actually it. That actually pertains a lot to. Uh, what's the name of the show in English? Listen to Blue Bird. Yes, um, it does. I've watched enough Q and A shows to know that something like this, I probably will like. So let's let's let's, let's go ahead and yep. talk about it. All right. Um, so we normally start off with scores, right? But we're gonna do a little something different today. Uh, I mean, it's still gonna be scores, but we've both seen Hebe Euphonium. You've only seen season one, but I've seen yes. both seasons, and so I want to give our scores for that first because yeah. that. The Liz and the Bluebird, you know, as you know, is a sequel to. It's technically a sequel to Hebe K Euphonium two, but it's also a standalone movie. Like you don't have to watch Hebe K Euphonium to watch this movie. I was going to ask about that. So does it take place during the same time as? It takes two? place after two. Okay, so it's after. Okay. As yeah. You. So what did you give Hebe K Euphonium? The first season of Hebe K Euphonium, I gave it a five. I it was okay. Like all right. All right. I I gave both season one and season two a six. Okay, I thought it was fine. Four. I thought it was a little bit above average. I liked, and I think the reason for that is because I liked the character designs. That's um, fair. So, I like that. all right. I, I think I'm gonna go back and rewatch Big Euphonium though. Um, yeah. Just because I, I want to give it another spin. Yeah, you probably should. Um, after watching it, and like, because a, a five is an average score, you know that could change. I think a five are the ones that I would probably be most likely to rewatch because it could fluctuate. You know, That's my it. feeling on it could fluctuate. So, um, now, what did you give Liz and the Blue Bird? See, I, I, I'm fluctuating right now between an eight and a nine. I haven't decided yet. Right now, it's an eight and now. I okay, really so we'll call really it an eight point five. Yeah, I really right. enjoyed this movie. Okay. I decided to go with the whole Hebe K franchise and just give it a flat six all the way across. Wow, really? Except for except for on Annie list, I did give it a six point five. Um, for a few things, which we'll get into later. Okay. But yeah, uh, on Mal, it's a six. Okay. Well, I kind of want to unpack that. Why don't? What, what's your reasoning behind that? Like, well, what, what, what's holding you up? I think the thing that kind of put me off of it for, first, right? Because the art is beautiful. Yeah. Right. I would say that the animation is the perfect balance between, uh, like, any other show. Kyo Annie's done and Violet Evergarden because I mean you know how much I love to talk about Violet Evergarden it's beautiful uh, but doesn't I, not overly yeah I guess well it's 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 more of like the animation I think it's kind of overly animated because none of the animation really 
adds anything um, to the actual like uh, show. The animation is just there to make it look pretty, and I don't even think it looks that great. Um, whereas like K-On, like it has great animation, right? But if I were to see the TV show animation in a movie, I would be a little, a little. I don't know. I don't know if I want to say perturbed because that doesn't sound right. But I guess I'd be a little against it almost because it's not like a movie quality animation, you know, if that makes sense. I got you. That does make sense. And so I think, I think this is for animation wise, for the most part, this was, is like a perfect middle ground. The problem I had with the art though, was I knew, uh, Nozomi, I, I remembered her from the show, from her character design. Cause the character designs were different in this movie than in the show. Right. And, but I didn't remember uh, Mizore, the other main character. I did not remember her at all. And when I looked her up, her character design looks very different. She looks like an almost a completely different person. Really? Okay. Yeah. And the I think I had the same issue with Reina. I mean, I knew which one Hibike was when they showed her. Or Kumiko, not Hibike. Uh, I knew which one Kumiko was when she was shown. Uh, even though her hair wasn't as fluffy, but you know, what can you do? <laughs> uh, but I knew which one she was, but I don't think I would have been able to tell you which one was Reina if I didn't see her originally with Kumiko. Yeah, that's fair. Because Reina's character design was, she was, I think, farther away than, um, than Mizore's, honestly. Was, okay, so there was, getting into spoilers for the movie, there was a scene where a random black-haired girl walked up to uh, Kumiko, I believe. Um, did I say your name? Yeah. yeah, Kumiko, yeah. I think so. Is that the... Are you talking about the floofy-haired oh, girl? From no, 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 the... I'm talking about Mizore. Uh, I'm, th- I'm getting the two shows mixed up. The okay. main character, Mizore, the, the silent Mizore, line. okay. Yeah, they walked up to her and said, like, I want you to play your best. Is Nozomi holding you back? Was that... Reina. That was Reina, yeah. Okay, I didn't realize it the first time when I saw her. I, yeah, I know, I it, it doesn't look like her at all. Oh, yeah. Like, her hairstyle was very different. The, I, I don't think know why they did that. The first time I saw I realized it was Reina, it was when her and uh, Kimiko was playing, like, the solo together. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, that's that's Reina from the first one. Yeah, I mean, I just kind of put two and two together because I've seen both seasons, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of knew more about the characters, I guess. And I don't know yeah. when you saw this show last. Like um, two years ago, probably. Whenever was it, first it came out. was it when it was airing? Okay, because season one aired in um, let me pull it up here. Twenty fifteen, yeah. And season two was what twenty sixteen, the next year. So I guess I have a little bit more recent with it, and I see it on Twitter a lot. That's fair. So I was able to spot Kumiko, and I just knew that Reina would be next to Kumiko. Um, so I did have a little bit of advantage there, but yeah, it was pretty bad. But that just because of the animation and a little bit of different character designs, I don't think that would warrant a complete like a six point five. Well, what what else is holding you up? Like, why don't you like this movie anymore? Well, I mean, you know that a lot of my score uh, has to do with enjoyment, yes. right? And I mean, I enjoyed this movie, but it didn't do anything for me. If that makes sense, like it was, it just seemed kind of basic. Okay. And basic. Yeah, like the story was it was it was pretty maybe this is because I've I mean I haven't really been spoiled on it, I don't think. But maybe it's because I've been 
on Twitter, I'm just kind of surrounded by UFO people. Desensitized. Yeah, and I'm so a little desensitized to it, but I could guess basically like every story beat of it. Okay. I don't think there was no, and I mean, I'm not saying that everything has to have a, uh, you know, like a big twist or anything, but yeah. the emotional moments, like they were emotional for sure, but I don't think there was a, a moment where it really peaked. Like, I think that the highest peak was like, I mean, it obviously it peaked. That doesn't make any sense if it doesn't peak. <laughs> it wasn't just a flat line, but, um, the emotional moments never felt like, I don't know, almost like fully warranted. It kind of felt like time was moving too quickly. And because, you know, like basically the whole movie takes place in the school. Yeah. Um, which is an interesting concept. But I wish. I wish they hadn't have done things that w- would have built character outside of school. Are you talking about um, specifically like so uh, towards towards out this movie nizomi like not nizomi Mizori becomes like more and more out of her shell correct because that's the that's the silent one uh yeah she was a silent one yeah yeah she becomes more out of shell and eventually at one point she be oh this other girl befriends her what's her name um oh there's so many girls with brown hair oh no you uh, uh, no it's uh uh ridika yeah one of the other two uh re reed girls i believe is what it was dual dual reads i think dual read yeah i don't she know i don't we don't i don't think either of us know concert music no no yeah, okay let's <laughs> um, just clear that up now and then completely out of like the left field Mizore says she wants to bring two dre- two two dweebs two reed <laughs> girl uh to it's this a, pool her name's Rika. Eureka. she brings Rika. and like you're Rika? Yeah, it's R I R I K A. That's a dumb name. I'm gonna call her Eureka. Uh, Eureka. <laughs> you can call her Kinzaki too. Kin- there it is. That, that's her last her. name. Uh, Kinzaki. They go to this pool together, but you don't see the pool at all. You just see yeah. them. Like, you see a picture. Like, show a picture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, and it. I don't know about you, but that that was the exact scene I was talking about. But that scene didn't feel like any time had passed. At all. That's fair. I mean, I and, can see what you're saying. I mean, it felt like this movie took place like over a week. And I think part of that is because you never saw them leave school until the end of the movie, which is like, I, again, I like that concept, but I wish it had taken place like over a week. Right. Like with, um, I think he euphonium did a much better job showing time because they would, uh, like go to festivals and it would show them at festivals. It would show them like at night practicing it would show them like at school practicing. And so you got a sense that time was passing. Whereas in here, it was just kind of like, oh, this event happened, like summer break happened. So, you know, time has passed, but like it never felt like it passed. Yeah. And with only, only it being like an hour and a half, I feel like they could have added just like a few scenes like of them, like at the pool. And I'm not saying this for fan service because I don't care. You know, I'm saying it because it would have just helped and it could have built character relationships. Like I never really felt that Ridika and Mizore were like fr- good friends the way that they acted. It, it didn't feel natural at all. I think that, okay. I do agree with you. They didn't do a good enough of a job. They seem like almost uh, just acquaintances at most. Um, yeah. The two girls, the two main girls. Um, I Well, no, not and- the two main girls. The two main girls are fine. 
Nozomi and Mizore were all right. It was the it was it was um Mizore's Kohai, Ridika Kenzaki. Oh, Kenzaki, yeah. Yeah, okay. those two felt like acquaintances though. I see. I actually got the opposite effect. I feel like the two main girls didn't seem as close as the way they portrayed them. Like um like like the whole thing was they were comparing these two girls to the book and in the yeah. book they were like best friends they were super happy to see each other but in real life she was she was she was very like i guess laid back like what would be the word for that um not reserved like, reserved that i there think it is. yeah reserved girl um and it always seemed really one-sided um from mizore like the shy one i'm almost positive that's the shy one right I, I yeah mizore is the shy one I'm gonna pull up the picture. I'm Nozomi that. or Nozomi is the one with the uh, ponytail. Okay, the oboe player. I'm gonna say oboe player and flute. Um, yeah, flute was Nozomi. Oboe, oboe was Mizore. Yeah, I, I just they didn't seem as close as it portrayed them to be, in my opinion, anyways. Um, it just, I guess maybe just because that was a part of the characterization, like it was more of a oboe just following after flute. Um, and yeah. I, so. The thing that leads me to is oh, at the very continue. end, like the, the twist of the story. So, cl- spoilers. This is the last spoiler warning you're probably gonna give. Um, yeah. At the very end, like it's revealed that like the characters are switched. Like instead of uh, Oboe being the one trying to trap uh, Flute in the cage, it's Flute not trying, trying to, to trap, trap like letting oh. them out. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, exactly. Um, I sorry, I misspoke there. Um, and I yeah. thought. That was that blue. I did not see that coming at all. Are you saying you did see that coming though? Yeah, I mean, it kind of just made sense that they would that they wouldn't be fitting the right roles because Mizore the whole time was talking like almost every time she would say something like emotional, at least she would be like, I don't understand how like I would never let the person I love go. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, she's obviously not Liz then because yeah. Liz uh let the one she loved go whereas the bluebird didn't so i kind of realized that pretty quickly <laughs> maybe it's just you have double the anime watch like time as me i don't know most of that's one piece i don't think that's what it is it's just it's just i don't what? pick up on these things like it's it's crazy i i, I did i thought it was like a huge like surprise um i was like oh, i was like whoa you're they're right and then i started connecting the dots in my head um maybe it's because you just saw it more uh, it might Twitter. be. I mean, I saw. I also watched a video about it. Um, there was like, there's no spoilers in the video, but I mean, I I didn't go in dry. I guess is the uh, right okay. word. Whereas I, yeah, you I, did. Yeah, I knew nothing about this movie. I haven't heard anything yeah. about uh, Euphonium in like a good year or two. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I honestly really enjoyed it. I, you said earlier that the climax. It didn't feel like a climax to you. I'm pretty sure. Is that what you said? Is that like? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the gist of it. Yeah. That's actually you said it better than I did. <laughs> I I honestly thought the climax was like perfect. Um, my the part I saw the climax was was when um it was uh Obo. She finally like played it. She figured out what happened. She figured out that she was the uh, the bird, and she just like played her heart out. And I think Kyo animation shines in the subtle animation, like the like especially in Kion. A big thing was like feet movements to like convey yeah. thing. And I think they did that perfectly during like the big scene it was like the perfect like hair flowing like the ripple of the dress um it, I, I just i thought it was a perfectly timed like ending or like climax to this movie um and it just really like i was like oh that's so sweet maybe it's just because i'm dating a band girl i don't know maybe i'm just dumb but i i love that scene so much i thought it was amazing i 
it was it was great. I mean, it was a great climax. Don't get me wrong here, okay? Like I liked that scene, also. Like it wasn't like I hated that that scene, but the build up to it just didn't feel like it was there. If that makes sense, like there didn't feel like enough of a build to get to like the emotional point where the entire band was. Cause okay. Kumiko, cause like that whole scene was almost that entire scene was like through the eyes of Kumiko, which made no sense to me, you know, cause you could see Kumiko kind of looking over and staring at her and Kumiko had nothing to do with the rest of that movie. You know, like she was in there. Well, I mean, I guess she was, I guess her and Reina were like practicing in case they needed to replace um, Mizore and Nozomi in the solo part or the duet, whatever. But like, it didn't make any sense that it would be from Kumiko's perspective. And I think also, I just, I don't listen to this kind of music at all. Um, And so I don't know what good versus bad playing of this kind of music is. So I I mean I don't know if what she was doing was full of the new emotion or not cuz they also didn't show a lot of their playing before. Here's like you so know the my rebuttal of that is I think the animation and just like the visual like cues of like the crowd um even though cuz like you don't I don't kind of like with uh that your line April. Have you ever had you watched that crowd? I have not. No. So basically, like, again, not like it's not spoilers at all, but like the way they conveyed like how people played is they'd show like it's kind of like the new free seasons where like the way they swim it has like this aura about them, um, like the way you play they would show like if you were trying to get like a sun across it would show like flowers blooming in the theater and like everyone like everyone's face reactions and I think yeah. that's like how they cued you in on this one too you don't have to know about well playing because I don't know if it was any better or not than what normally was but the like the facial reactions and I think that's the reason why Kumiko was one of like the she's kind of like the audience surrogate um she was just another band member observing what was happening um and like you could see through her emotions and the other emotions around her that she was playing very well and I think that was I think that's the beauty of like music anime they don't just show you the music you can have like really pretty music they can also cue you in to what's going on and I think sports anime does the same thing and, like someone does something awesome, like the crowd goes wild. Um, it's just like the little like cues from the crowd, and maybe that's yet again the subtle animation Kyoani is best at, and that's my defense for that, anyways. Yeah, no, a- I mean, then that's that's that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think the thing that really threw me off in that scene was that it was Kumiko, and I think it was because Kumiko was a protagonist before of the show, and so. S- I don't. For me, I can't see her as an audience surrogate at all, okay. because she has been a protagonist. If it was something like, if it was like Yuko, who's the uh, she's the president, or if it was like Sapphire, uh, she is. I don't even. She showed up in the movie a little bit. Yeah, she has like short blonde hair. Yeah. Um, if it was like one of those two or somebody like that, then I could see that more. But I think, but it it bothered me that it was Kumiko because Kumiko didn't play any like real role in this movie. And I don't know. I think maybe if it had been through like if they'd shown like Nozomi more because like, I mean, they showed her a decent amount during that scene. But for me, I don't know. Like I, maybe I just already kind of figured it out and was like, all right, I don't care enough. 
maybe that's what it was that I just kind of already was like, okay, I know that she's the bluebird and, uh, or that she's Liz and, uh, Mizore is the bluebird. Like I kind of already figured that out. So maybe it didn't have as big of an effect on me. I'm not sure, but no, like you're, I mean, what you said makes perfect sense. Um, I mean, I can't really argue against it (laughs) really. Um, I, I, of course it all comes down to your opinion. Um, of course, and it might yeah. just be like not your not your cup of tea, but I don't know. I wish I would have watched Euphonium sooner because I can like feel the difference between what this was like. Because I don't know. It was so long ago. I don't remember why I gave it a five. Um, yeah, I just remember I gave it a five and I didn't like it that much. Um, I just uh, I remember that I gave it a six because I was like, all right, well this is decent, but I never really cared, and I think part of it was because it was a band thing and it focused so heavily like on bands. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I've never been in that kind of setting before. Like, I mean, I really like sports anime, but I've been on a team. So I kind of have that already connection. Yeah. But I mean, my high school, we, all we had was a drum line. Um, so I've, I mean, I don't even know how like a, like full band works in a high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. That could have been part of it of why I just can't connect with it. But I also just, I don't know. The characters were never like something that I really cared about with, with uh UFO. Okay. I respect that. I think, I think I actually a good point on my end. Cause I think the reason why I like this one more than euphonium was cause euphonium was even when euphonium was airing the first time, I always saw like in like the red discussions, I remember doing this with my band, or this relates to me when I we were in my band. I remember doing this, and they related it back to the show, and it was all it was like a big like if you're it's like a little wink nod to band members, you yeah. know what they're going through. I think yeah. the reason I like this one more than the actual Euphonium show is it's not as big of a focus on band, it's more focused on the two characters. Um, I I think that's a reasonable thing to say. Let me think about it for one second, because it oh yeah no, because it all takes place during the school. And it doesn't really focus on the big whole as the band. It focuses on these two characters um, figuring out their emotions for each other. And it just happens to be in band. Um, yeah. I think that's a, I think it's a fair thing to say. Oh, yeah, no. No, like that makes a lot of sense. Um, and honestly, I was surprised by like how little I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I thought I would really like this movie. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I yeah. You make a really fair point. Okay. Okay. Um, is is there anything else you want to talk about the movie? I think. Um, I think it? yeah. There's a few things. So, okay. I don't know how you felt while watching this, but when I was watching it, I just felt like the clock was crawling by. Really. Yeah. This movie just for me at least it just kind of dragged on. Okay. I think. I, I do agree with you. There was a couple of times where I checked the... Uh, maybe it was just because I was in a rush to finish the episode um, to make make this podcast because we, we just watched yeah. it before this. But there were a few times... There was one shot of a bird at, towards the end of the movie. And it, it it lasted a good while. I want to say a good 20 seconds of just this bird flapping its wings. Oh, wow. Um, I don't remember it, that shot specifically. Uh, it was towards the end of the movie. I don't remember exactly when it was. I just remember it was towards the end. And I was like, ooh... It's getting a little long, so like I check and make sure the like thing wasn't frozen or something, even though you know animation was happening on the screen. Yeah, um, <laughs> just making sure it like wasn't looping back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was yeah. like, oh, that's a little weird. 
but no, I it did linger a few times, and towards the beginning of the movie also, I I, I picked up a lot, like um, a lot of like the scenes of them walking together. Um, just at the very very beginning, I was like, oh, this is. I thought I was going to set a bad pace, but I actually got sucked in pretty well. Um, yeah. To the movie, I I can't say I had that complaint. Maybe I was just more connected to okay, it. Okay, yeah, that might be, and maybe because I was able to kind of like see what was going to happen next and puzzle it together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, I mean, that could very well be, I'm not going to really blame, I'm not going to fully blame that on the movie because that could be partially on me and you didn't have that same experience. So, um, you know, but yeah, I mean, I, and I, I, I appreciated the silence in the movie too. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought that was a good change of pace. It reminded me of like a silent voice when that would just kind of go silent. Um, but that had different reasons. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I I did appreciate that a lot because that's not something you see a lot in anime. Normally, there's like big, especially in like a like a band focused anime. It's there's like a lot of swells of music. I feel. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, having because there was like a lot of silence in this movie. Like when you like like you said like when they were walking a lot, most of that was like all complete silence or very very light like nature sounds. But there wasn't a lot of like music, unless they were like actually playing music. I got you, and so. I think that might be, be that could actually be. I'm sure they, I'm sure Q animation isn't like cheap enough on the music. I that probably had a purpose, and the only thing I can really think of it was like to try to like contrast that with like the final end scene when they're playing the music. Um, yeah, also, it could be that, or it could have to do with uh, just like the intense focus that uh, Mizore had on Nozomi. Ooh kind of during those points where she just kind of forget everything else. Um, but yeah, I mean, yours makes a lot of sense also. So that's, that's pretty good. I like that. That's a pretty good little, I didn't know you're such a big anime reviewer, John. (laughs) Well, you know, don't mean to brag or anything. (laughs) Um, no, I, I think the, even like with Kyo animation, the stuff you don't like, it's still, you can admit it's quality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think KyoAni has made anything that I don't like, like that I don't think is good. You know. That's fair. Um, yeah. I mean, I th- I I know I said this one was fine, according to Mal, but it's better than average, which I consider to be good. Um, like I, I can't think of. Well, okay, I can Phantom think of a couple World. things. Yeah, I say there's Myriad Phantom World, like those kind of shows, but those don't feel like a KyoAni show. Those feel like KyoAni needed to make some money, um, more so than a let's make this like thing that we really want to make. And I mean, I could be wrong. They might have really wanted to make that one, but it feels very different than like your KOn, your Free, your uh, Hibike. Like they, th- those three feel very different from Phantom World. I think so too. And I haven't watched Phantom World yet. I just seen some of the clips. I I have, and I. <laughs> I don't recommend it. <laughs> it's not very good. Do you think the era of Kyo Animation's over? Do you think it's had its time, or do you think it's it's still? Fighting? No, I think it's I think it's still doing well. I mean, like we've had a lot of good stuff from them recently. Honestly, I mean, season three of Free. Like, I I think we both agreed that it wasn't the best, but it was also but it was really good. Yeah, I think so. You know this. This is a good movie, and like I, I can see the quality in it, and I can appreciate it. I might not have liked it as much, but I can appreciate why other people like it. Okay. You know, uh, and like, I mean, I've heard really good things about Serune, the their newer 
their newest show. I think it's their newest one. With their bow, yeah, with the newest one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we've still – I think KyoAni's still going strong. I don't think they're like Studio Ghibli just yet. Because okay. Studio Ghibli does seem like its days are numbered. I, mean, um, I think they're they're gonna have one more movie, but I don't know about past that. <laughs> uh, what's his name? The uh, director. Okay, Miyazaki. Yeah, Miyazaki just keeps coming out of retirement, dog. He, yeah, I know. I know. He, every time he's like, "All right, this is my last movie." All right, I guess I'll make another one. <laughs> I'm convinced he just runs out of money. He spends it all on like I don't know hookers. I don't know what Miyazaki does in his free time. Like, he, I doubt he, it's hookers. And he, I don't know like, what it is, but <laughs> anime feel... figures. That's what it is. Yeah. That's yep. What I hope it is. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, I know Tight Kubo, when he got done with Bleach, all he did was play video games for a solid year. What a great guy. So, oh, I love Tight Kubo. Is, is there anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. About- so I want to talk about the things that I absolutely hated. There's a, few, there's a couple things. Okay. And these are very specific. So, so you know, you can call me out on these, whatever. All but right. there's one, one shot where there's a French horn kind of in, like, the upper right-hand corner. And I don't know, maybe it was just the copy I was watching, but it looked like it was waving. You know, like how, how like, you know, when it's really hot outside, it kind of looks like things are kind of waving around. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> I don't remember. It's, it's a very specific thing that I noticed when I was watching it, and I couldn't forget about it. Okay. <laughs> and the, the, my other thing. My other big complaint about the animation specifically too is at the end when so when uh, Mizore and Nozomi are like walking down the sidewalk mm-hmm. and it has their full body uh, the shot where you could see their feet and their head and all that you know like a full body shot would do <laughs> um, and they're walking it doesn't look like they're touching the ground it looks it looks like they're like stepping and then they're kind of sliding a little bit like they're on ice or something and th- but they're also hovering above the ground that's below them it did they didn't look like i hate to use a line from digi but they don't look like they belong in the world that they're inhabiting <laughs> i mean i i maybe if you show it to me i can understand i have i don't have a clue what you're talking about like i don't yeah and I'll, I'll try to show it to you after I don't know where the the waving French horn was, but I can show you the the scene at the end for sure. Okay. When we get done, because I do know where that was. Um. But I I think that's really my two. That was the two things that I hated the most. Okay. But I think the thing. I I didn't really like, the actual just Liz and the Blue Bird story, like that was in the movie. Okay. Oh, you know, I don't know how you felt about it, but like I understand that it was well, I thought it was a kids book, but then Mizore was reading like a full-on novel of it. Was it not a kids book? I don't know because it showed it had the kids book, right? Mm-hmm. You know that uh knows me brought in, but then the book that Miz, uh Mizore had checked out from the library was Liz and the Blue Bird. And so I don't know what kind of book it is then. If it was just a kid's book, I could understand it having, like, a basic story like that. Like, I still think it's an int- – I think it's an interesting story for a kid's book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not trying to, like, just talk down on kid stuff because I I like kid shows. I mean, I watch Precure and, you know, stuff like that. But, I mean, I watch Odd Squad, which is, like, a PBS show for, like, 
eight-year-olds. I don't know. It's really <laughs> funny, though. Um, so I don't... I didn't think it was... It, it really confused me when there was a novel version of it because it just didn't make sense within the story. I don't know about the no- I don't. I don't see that... Um like the novel version I, I don't remember that scene exactly but the thing i did like about the story is it had like three layers there was the kids book then there was the piece they were playing which is the same piece like it was based on the book and then you had yeah. the actual uh kizome versus oboe or oboe versus flute um i, I and it had yeah. like three layers falling back into that that was kind of clever but that was kind of cool well um, yeah that was cool and i liked that but i just didn't like how the actual story itself was kind of portrayed in the, in the movie. And I think it's solely because there was that novelized version because it made it seem um, like there was more than they actually showed. It's like they gave us the kids book version, but we didn't. And I don't know, maybe the novel was supposed to be like Misori and Nozomi, like the, the rest of the movie kind of thing. And it's supposed to go into more in depth, mm-hmm. but it seemed I've never seen a kid's book that also has a full novel. Yeah. No, I, I, I can't say I've seen that neither. I mean, like, there's... I mean, obviously, I've seen, like, the junior novel for movies, and then there's also a picture book for that movie. Mm-hmm. But that's very different than what happened in this movie, I feel. So... Okay. Yeah, no, I get that. I think that's fair. Yeah. Is, uh, is there anything else? Anything else you just can't stand about this movie? No, I think that's pretty much it. I think I think I'm pretty much talked out of this movie too. I'd recommend mm-hmm. it. I think it's pretty it's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, of course I'd recommend it because this is the best anime ever made, guys. Okay. Come on, literally the best anime ever made. No dispute. You can't tell me I'm wrong because I'm right and I know it. Yeah, one of the characters is a lesbian. Uh, confirmed. They're, pretty much. They're two of two of the characters. What? Well, I'm sorry. No. Mizore and Nozomi are both gay together. One's confirmed gay. The other one isn't confirmed. What do you mean they're gay. one's confirmed gay? One is clearly gay. The elbow they're is both gay. gay. Yeah, and so is Nozomi. How is she clearly gay? Did you not see the ending scene of the movie? I did. I didn't know yeah. what she said, but they hinted at Well, she didn't at say it. anything. She was about to go in for a kiss. I, I'm almost 100% positive. I thought... I guess that would confirm both of them. I guess you're right. They're they're 100% gay together. Because you can also see when Nozomi invites Mizore to the pool, um, and Mizore says, uh, do you mind if I invite somebody else? Nozomi gets like, has like a depressed look on her face. Like she just wanted to be the two of them. Like a date. You know, like she called it a date. (laughs) I got a different reading from that. I thought she was happy that she finally had someone to invite. Like no, well, friends. she was fake happy. Hmm. 100% hmm. fake happy because her first look was this depressed look, and then somebody, like, walked in front of her face, and then she had a smile again. Okay. So it was kind of her hiding her true emotions there. Okay. Um, And trying to be happy for her friend. But, no, they're 100% gay. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I, but, forget, I forget about the last scene, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I just I was thinking on that oboe was just so much more like after uh, flute um, than the other way around. I think I think it was just that, and I think I think this has to do with them being Liz and the Blue Bird, mm-hmm. 
because the blue bird was after Liz the same way that Mizure was after Nozomi. Whereas and Liz was like you, you need to go. She like she also loved the blue bird, clearly. That she was like I'm holding you back kind of thing, which is the same way Nozomi felt. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the parallel though there. So I mean I think it's almost like without a doubt that they're gay, but. Okay, that's fine. I think so you know. too. Uh, you convinced me. That, that okay. last scene really does make sense. Yeah. So. Is is that all, folks? I I that's all I have to say. Any final thoughts uh, on this movie? Not really. The characters are definitely gay. Yep. Um. I mean, I can't. I can't fully endorse it, because I did just give it a six. But, um. You know. I mean, I guess you can watch it if you want to. <laughs> Not gonna stop you. Like what you want. I don't care. Just. Don't, you know. I don't. I really don't care at all. So I guess that's that's all we've got here. So thank you for listening to another episode of the Two Dweebs podcast. Um. If you liked it, I I don't know if you can leave likes on anchor or not but you can leave us a review on itunes um so let us know how we're doing and you can check out my stuff on uh youtube uh, the seaweed ambassador and check out my twitter you can uh you know go follow me over there and uh if you got any questions about the podcast you can ask me over there or just about anything in general so with that being said we'll see you next week and this time we really will uh <laughs> we won't we won't miss another one we'll see you next week and we hope you enjoyed it Bye-bye. See ya.